How are you today, man? I'm very good, mate. I've right, just been chilling, really, just playing a bit of bass, you know. Usual. Which leads us to, to the conversation. So uh, let me kind of introduce you to, to the audience, and um, and we'll get get rolling. I got several questions for you, man. I really appreciate you taking the time to come on today, Johnny. Um, oh, it looks like you're it looks like you're busy, um, man. I kind of I got plugged into your social media over the last, I don't know, probably six months or so. It's been several months. I've been following you, your, you know, kind of stage name, performance name, Dr. Funk. Yeah, but, and, uh, dude, you get down. I, I like, uh, you know, I, I play more guitar, but bass was, was my first instrument when I was, when I was a teenager. And oh, yeah. uh, man, you have a real definitive thing going on. I, I wanted to see if you would just come on and chat about it for a while. Um, yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks very much, man. I don't mind. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, so how did you how did you first get interested in music? Was was bass your first instrument? Um, to be honest, it's a bit of a funny story, right? So, um, I was about 12 years old, right? And me, my cousin got a drum kit for Christmas, electric drum kit. And I was like, Mum, please get us a drum kit, you know? That's all I want to do. All, all I want to do is just play drums. And then we're on the internet, my mum's like, oh, how about you try the bass? Because it's like 30 quid cheaper for the bass starter pack. I said, oh, go on then, I'll try that out. And um, that's how I started the bass, mate, because it was cheaper. <laughs> right on, right on, yeah, yeah. That's, um, you know, uh, ironically, I like I hear that story. Um, I own a martial arts academy here in, in the southern oh. United States. But I hear that story a lot. Like people come and they'll start training um, martial arts as an adult when they're when they're not broke. You know, they're like, "Yeah, I wanted to do this when I was a kid, but it was way too expensive." So <laughs> it is. That is interesting too, because man, um, you know, I don't know what I do. I'll ask you later about like what kind of gear you run, but equipment is expensive. That was always like the barrier when I was a teenager. Yeah, with the base starter kit, like it's. Um... It's like 100 quid, you get the amp and the bass, you know. So yeah. it's pretty cheap for the bass, isn't it? Because no one wants to play it, that's why. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know, um, bass has always, has always been appealing and interesting to me. Um, when you first started playing, uh, who were some of your influences? Like, what got you, you know, ascending towards the level you're at now? So I used to love Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like, they, they were, like, the favorite, you know what I mean? Like, Flea was just, uh, he was the king. And I was like, right, I need to learn to slap the bass like him. So I, I pretty much learned his style. I learned the same, like, slapping technique that he does. But I was also, I was in uh, classic rock as well. Like, before the Chili Peppers, I was, like, more blues and stuff. Like, I love me blues, me old school blues and that. And uh, Led Zeppelin was, like, my favorite band when I was younger. Deep Purple and that, Thin Lizzy. But then, as I got to about 16, 17, I heard Marcus Miller. I heard the song um, Run For Cover, and it was just blew my mind. And, like, you know, he's, like, got all the 80s clothes on, and he's just slapping a bit. Like, I was just like, oh, he's the best. And I, I've literally just, it's all I listen to. Because, it, you know, like, Victor Wooten's, like, really skillful and technically amazing. 
Miles Miller's got this like he, he uses melodies more, so he, he sings with the bass basically, mm. and that's what I try to do myself on the bass. Yeah. So what? So just kind of like you know doing some bass level research on you, figuring out your names, which you have your name written on your on your case you perform on. So I was like, okay, I bet his name's Johnny. But uh, you you actually, man, you play with a band. I was listening and watching some videos you perform with your band. Um, yeah, what can you tell so, us about that? So like those people in the band, the big sets were called, name after the after the waves, big sets, you know. Um, we, we actually, friends from school so we grew up together and we used to just jam we used to sit in my garage and just chill in the garage you know just drink beers smoke weed and that just chill out like and jam every day and then we all moved down to Cornwall around the same time and um yeah just to start this band together and it's just the most fun you can never have because it's all your mates on stage you know We've yeah got two guitarists Two lead singers, well, the guitarist is a lead singer, and the harmonica player sings as well. And it's just like four best mates, and we just go to different festivals, party all that stuff, play some music, you know? Yeah. Love it, like. Right on, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I watched this, like, I mean, you guys have several videos out there, so um, I was checking it out. Just like I said, just kind of like following you, following your social media trail. But you know, like, so I've, there's this one particular video, I guess you're playing an original song and it was the first video I, I saw. And I, like, I was, I, I teach at a college here nearby and I was showing it to my students and that their minds were blown. I showed it to my yoga. I'd shared it on social media, man. You got like this particular video had like 500,000 shares on it on Facebook. Oh, yeah. And my yoga instructor, like uh, she messaged me about it and was like, Hey, I was thinking about this video the next day about this kind of man, kind of your presence of, of, of how you're performing and stuff. But then man, if you go to your social, you got a bunch of videos like that. Like when, when did you first start doing like your solo performance, like putting content out there and when did it first start getting. So, yeah. So like, it was about, it was like last year really, when I really like start to work on my social media presence. Cause I never had a smartphone till about three years ago. And like, I just wasn't in, into the whole Facebook, the Instagram stuff, you know? And then I got one video that went viral. And I just thought, well, actually, how about I just work on it? Work on my Facebook and that. And I just literally try and post a video every day, even if it's like old video, but like making new videos and just posting them and then people follow you, you know? And it's like, it's really good to just have a big fan base from all over the world, really, you know? Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about that because, I mean, I'm contacting you from Arkansas, right? Like, uh, yeah. southern United States, like, we're, we're, you know, kind of kind of an obscure place to be, I feel like, hitting, hitting you up over in the UK. But, I mean, that's got to be – are you experiencing this kind of thing often right now, people hitting you up for interviews and whatnot? Um, yeah, I've, I've done a few now, like, actually, from the States. It seems like my, my fan base is mainly the States. Well, not mainly, but, like, mostly, you know. It's um, it's it's weird to hear the accent difference, you know, because you're probably, like, with me, like, oh, what, what's he saying like that, you know? <laughs> Man, you know, I would say you're probably, 
I've had I've had a couple of Brazilian guys on here that that did jujitsu, but they lived in the U.S. and had lived in the U.S. But you're probably my first international guest. I'll say that. So. All right. Well, it's nice one, man. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, uh, you know that is um, that is a good approach. You know, I was <clears throat> I went to school with this girl who uh, who became this famous blogger, and she basically just posts once a day, no matter what. And is is remarkable. She has like I think eight hundred thousand Instagram followers or something like that. Yeah, it just gets the gets the traction going. Like, I don't do my Instagram as much because like I'm out living, you know what I mean. So I just do one post on Facebook every day. I'm gonna try and <clears throat> try and get everything done though. You know, like the whole TikTok. I haven't got it yet, but trying to get earn money on that and Instagram and um, Twitter. I don't have Twitter yet, but it all helps in it gets the traction going yeah 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 Yeah. so man i see you you know like you play uh like through the loop pedal and stuff I, but i've seen you play keys a little bit or there, do you play other instruments other than bass and, and keys and um stuff? I, I don't i wouldn't say i play the instruments but i can play them if you know what i mean so i'm, I'm playing drums but I, I don't like you know what i mean i don't like do fills and that i can play them and give you a beat if you said play a bit. I play a little bit of ukulele, a bit of a uh, harmonica, and a bit of saxophone. Just little bits here and there, you know. Nice, nice. Well, so did you, like, were you in band or anything coming up? Were you classically trained to read music and stuff like that? I don't read music, but um, I'm trying to learn how to read music with, with a piano, so like doing the both hands and that, but it's, I went through college so I went to school I did my GCSEs music I, I pretty much failed them I'm just not good at the, the music theory I can't get my head around it you know but like I think someone once said was like um you don't actually need the theory to produce what you're feeling you know mm -hmm. so yeah that's, so I don't, I yeah, yeah. No, that, that's interesting you know I, I never took I, I jammed with friends and stuff when I was coming up and I like but I I never took lessons until recently, you know. I just right. recently started taking lessons after playing for almost twenty years. Uh, and man, the theory is, I'll connect a dot every now and then with my teacher, and I'll, I'm like, oh man. But it's it's rough, and like I I'm so far away from being able to read music. It's yeah, it's yeah. But you know, I I'm just staying after it. I mean, I'm 33. I like I approach it differently now than I than I feel like I ever have in my life. So it's 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 been real beneficial. I've been having a good time with it. Yeah, I mean it's it's a difficult one to crack like, but I think through the years I think I will crack it, like, you know. I I, did, I studied it in college for three years. Wow. And um I I just couldn't you know what I mean, I couldn't put the pieces together, but I, I still know a bit. I know like time signatures and like how to sort of read on the scale on the what do you call it the stave mm -hmm. well i'm not i'm not that good at it really so how old are you johnny 28 28 all right man yeah yeah right on so um how long how long until you kind of started had you been playing when you started developing kind of the style that that i'm seeing right now like i mean this last year's mm -hmm. what you've been putting out so, 
I've so I've been playing in a band, and you know, you get taught as a bass player to like less is more, like to really hold back and say a good bass player is when you you don't notice them, and uh, so I, I do that in the band, and I, I sort of try to be the best bass player I can by not standing out, if you know what I mean. Being like the background man, but when I play my solo stuff, I'm obviously just going wild on the stuff, you know, just slapping the bass and. I think just practicing on that busking all the time has made us mm-hmm. like, I don't know, I get my own kind of style. Because I've, I've took like Blaze style, but then I've took it like, mixed it with a bit of like Marcus Mellon or like a bit of a jazz kind of feel. So it's, I think that's where my style comes from really, just practicing every day on the street. You think is is your music anywhere else other than social? Like, are you on Spotify or anything like that, or SoundCloud? Um, I am on iTunes and Spotify and YouTube Music, but I think they're going to be taken down very soon because I'm um, busy recording a new album in the studio. Oh, nice! So I'm work, I'm working on this this goal of getting signed. Really, like, <clears throat> I want to do real jazz songs, like like me idol Marcus Miller, you know. Like make the singing the, the bass line pretty much. That's a dream. Yeah, nice. Well, man, like I would say you've got a lot of momentum behind you uh, right now. That's that's exciting to to hear about for sure. Yeah, it is good. So, you know, one thing I'm always impressed by, like I got a friend that like there's no question I can ask him. Uh, and like we've been playing a similar amount of time. Like, you know, get, we both play guitar and we both have a pretty impressive collection of gear. But man, every pedal I ever ask him about or any piece of gear, he's got an opinion. He's like, bro, let me tell you all about this. I'm always impressed by like hearing about people's gear, you know, like, oh, but yeah. more like more importantly, like how, how you piece together your sound. Like I, I was listening to Tom Morello talk about how he like presets his stuff. He plays two delay pedals because he doesn't want to ever switch them, you know? Yeah, like, uh, but what, can you tell us, can you tell us something about your gear? Like what go? like how are you making this sound happen uh, um, in your solo performance? So like on the street, I've just got an RC3 loop pedal and me little, me little busking amp. I wonder if you can turn this around here. Um, Where's the camera? Yeah, so that's me little busking amp here. <laughs> it has some um, some presets here, so I should put, turn it on. So, yeah. so this is my setup, really. I've, can you see that? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen one of these amps before? This tiny, tiny little thing, but it's got the four yeah. speakers. Really nice, like. I'll turn it on. Um, I'll just stick to session because it's got the most like crispest. Um, session's good for the street because it's so trebly, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 
I've got that same loop pedal sitting right here next to me. Oh, hey, Johnny, I think you're muted. Oh, it's in us? Okay, there we go. Sorry, I didn't hear you the last couple of seconds when you said anything. I saw, uh, your, I just, I saw your presets in your pedal, though. I got that yeah, yeah. Well, also, it must have muted it when I turned it around. Um, yeah, I wasn't really saying much anyways. <laughs> All right, good, good. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I, have, I haven't seen those, like, uh, what you're calling it, a buster amp. That makes sense. Um, yeah, ones of batteries, like six double A batteries. Oh wow! Yeah, it's great. Like, yeah, interesting. And then I got me, got me Cassidy guitars. So I'm sponsored by Cassidy guitars. Okay. And um, they made us this nice custom bass here, like absolutely lovely, beautiful neck, beautiful. And then let's go. It's uh, got my name on the back. Try to put the camera down while I'm holding the bass mirror down. When did when did you pick up your first sponsorship? Uh, so that was last year. So I, I had a video go viral when I was busking in Barcelona. I actually wasn't I wasn't going to go busking that day. I remember it well because I was so hungover, you know, just partying in that in a Barcelona. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not busking today. And I was like, well, I've got to do it because I've got to pay for the hostel anyway, you know. So <laughs> went busking and uh, my mate filmed us, you know. I did the song uh, Feel It Still mm -hmm. by Portugal The Man, but I do it like really fast slap bass version. So that went viral there. I can't remember where I'm going with this. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. What, what, uh... Oh, we were talking about sponsorships when you got your first yeah, sponsorship. So it went viral and I got 7 million views in Barcelona. And um, some guy from uh, Darlington, which is actually close to where I'm from, messages saying, oh, do you, do you want to be sponsored by Cassidy Guitars? And I, I was over the moon, you know. <laughs> I've just been busking for years and years and I've never heard anything like that before. So, yeah, I got that sponsorship. And then I got a string sponsorship, MGC Ironworks Strings. Um, yeah, sponsored by them for a few months now as well. Right? Don't complain, how, eh? Nice. How how long is so you you say you've been busking for a long time? Like when did you first start doing that? When did you first start playing like that? Um, so I actually started busking right when I was like fifteen. But I used to play in the on the train stations up from where I'm from. I'm from Sunderland, northeast England. And um, I just, I didn't have one of these amps. I, I used to have one of those, you know, those little one watt Marshall amps. Yeah, yeah. The, the tiny ones that stick on your belt. I just used to have one of them. And I just, all I used to do, just slap the bass, like, just like crazy, just like, you know, no, no songs or anything, just slap the bass. So yeah, it was about, must have been about 14 years ago. Wow, wow, stayed after mm -hmm. Yeah, crazy line. Yeah, I mean, so like, if you don't mind me asking, like, I, I mean, obviously, all this, all these years of busking have, have have paid off. You've got sponsorships, you've got this huge social media presence. But like before all that, did you do pretty good? This busking on the street, did you make pretty good, pretty good well, income? I made enough to get by. You know, that's all, that's all I've done. 
pretty much for a very long time, you know. So I, I, I did have a job when I first moved to Cornwall. And then I thought, why am I, why am I washing dishes in a, in a club, you know what I mean, when I could just be playing my bass for the same money for one hour, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a good job. I don't complain. <laughs> oh, man. You know, like I tell people all the time, um, now, I, like I'm a college professor and I, I have one of the bigger martial arts gyms in our whole state. Um, but man, I was poor for a super long time. I mean, super like poor in college, being a student for seven, eight years, building my business up. Um, but man, it's it, it's awesome when it finally all pays off. And oh yeah, nice man. So you're doing good for yourself now. Yeah, you know it's well. It, I'm just like you, man. I'm just doing things like like this podcast. It makes me happy. I, I I would rather sit here and record this video and talk to you than like and talk about history before this, and then oh, I'll yeah. teach martial arts after this. So it's just the same. It's the same oh, as playing your bass. Yeah, man. Just loving what you do. Great, man. Yeah. But well, and like, like, let me go put it was even cool when I was poor. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, mm. it's just, it's just really awesome that the investment paid off, you know, that, that yeah, you work yeah, hard yeah. for a long time and, and you, and you know, you, you mm. make it or whatever. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, with, with busking, it's sometimes like in England as well, you can't even go busking because it rains, you know, like a week at a time. And yeah. then that's when you you're really screwed. Then <laughs> you know, but you you go off the, the money that you had the week before. You know, you still got your twenty p's, your ten p's, and you just put them all together. So it's it's a bit of a struggle sometimes, obviously. But life is, isn't it? <laughs> it is, man. It is. Um. So, like, what are some? You know, I know you've mentioned a, a few times that you you have like a slap technique you use. But man, I'm like. I'm always real impressed by um, how active I see like your your string hand just doing different stuff. Uh, and then you're playing chords and stuff on the bass sometimes. You're doing different parts and looping different parts. Like what are some other uh, sort of like signature moves you have in your arsenal? Um, so there's a, there's a style called like left hand slapping, which um, I took from – I think it was Mark King, you know, from level 42. And um, yeah, so I can't use it. I, I can show you if you want, like, it's, uh, it's hard yeah, to explain. Please. Please. I'll just try and get this set up nicely. So can you say that okay, yeah? Yeah. So the left hand slapping is using this hand here. You use these three fingers to slap. So it's kind of like... But then I, I made it into like a triplet. Nice. <laughs> awesome, so man. Done slapping, then I, 
I've just started doing the, the double thumb technique, which is what like Marcus Miller and Victor Wooten do, but I'm not that good at it yet. But say so you hit the string down and then back up with the thumb. And then the pop, so it's like And it, once you get faster and faster, it just sounds better and better, like, you know? Yeah. Man, how, how often do you have to, or do you practice? Like, I mean, what's your, what's your daily yeah. practice routine? Um, so, mainly I practice when I busk. So, that's why I'm always trying different new scales and different ways of playing the scales when I'm busking. Because, you know, like, I'm doing it for myself, really, you know, but... When I'm in the house, I just have it. I don't have it plugged in or anything. I just, I just pick it up when I walk past it, and I just, you know, I just go through the major scale or the minor scale, and just mess about, you know, to get the fingers going faster and stuff. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Well, so I got an, I got a, one more question for you, Johnny. So. Um, you know, like, it's like, I just moved uh, into a newer studio here. This like, a, it's like a part of my main gym with my, my own entrance and exit. But part of my goal on the podcast was to have artists on. Uh, like this past Friday, I had a guy come and perform in the studio. Um, he's just a solo artist, but he was, he was on American Idol. And um, he came and played two songs. We, we podcasted. But one thing is like some social media outlets, uh, I know YouTube is too, are coming down hard on artists that are like doing cover songs or like Facebook has this weird thing about musical experiences, which yeah. seem to have some people kind of uncertain about like uploading content and live streaming music in the future. Do you like, do you know anything about that? Is it going to impact you? Um, I've heard that they're going to cut down on doing that sort of thing, but it's, and mainly for like DJs and stuff. Like I'm sure like DJs can't really do it anymore because they need licensing or something. But with me, it's it's just it's just like slap bass really in it. So like the the one time I got called out for it was when I was playing Get Lucky because it's my version sounds pretty similar to their version, and yeah, I'm doing the yeah, this melody. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I've been called out on that and I stopped my video before, but. Other than that, it's all good for me, I think. Like, yeah. Hopefully, I, I stay with the live videos because I, I pretty much make most of my money on live videos now. Uh, as I, you know, I get paid off busking like about 50 quid in two hours, but mainly, if I've, got, I've just got this new phone and it's got a good microphone, I've got $110 from my last live stream. So I, I need to do live streams, really. Wow, yeah. Cool, yeah, you know? that's, yeah, that's what I, I saw you posting about getting monetized. And I'm trying to get monetized too for the podcast for um, my gym. I, we put, I put out like, you know, jujitsu techniques and kickboxing, MMA. Like we put videos mm -hmm. out. I, that's an, actually a more popular channel. I've been building it longer than, than the podcast. But um, sure. man, it's always interesting how they, they change. Yeah, so is that on YouTube? The uh, monetize the page, or is it on Facebook? Yeah, I think I think you were. I think I saw you post that on Facebook that you were you were either trying to get monetized or you just got monetized. 
So, yeah, so you need, on Facebook, you need 10,000 followers. Yeah. And then you start getting monetized. Yeah. And then once you hit 60,000 or 80,000 or something, you start getting stars for live performances. They tip, people tip you. Okay. But on YouTube, money's a lot better. I like it. So I've got like 40,000 subscribers on YouTube now. And they paid so much better than Facebook. I'd say I did 500,000 views on Facebook, I'd get about $100, 90 to $100. Mm -hmm. On YouTube, it's like 10 times that for the same amount of views. Yeah, it's, wow. It's really good. That's, that's amazing though, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. still haven't been paid yet, but hopefully soon, isn't it? Yeah. Right on, man. Well, hey, so t tell us, Johnny, where all, like, uh, I know you've mentioned your social earlier, but, like, name-wise, like, my audience listening, where all can we find you on social media? Where can we listen to your music? How can we support? Right, so you can find me on Facebook as Dr. Funk, YouTube, Dr. Funk, as in DR, not D-O-C-T. Like DR Funk and Instagram, it's um, DR underscore underscore Funk underscore. It's a bit of a difficult one, I know, but <laughs> it's great like that from the start. And it's on my case too, so I can't change it. Yeah. And um, yeah, so you can support me by buying my album, which is on my website, johnnyrubin.com. D-O-N-N-Y-R-U-B-I-N.com. Okay. Or you can get lessons from me on Patreon. It's uh, patreon.com forward slash Dr. Funk. Okay, dude, I'm, I'm going to hit you up on some bass lessons. I actually saw that you offer bass lessons. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. how is this real? So, yeah, yeah, my very first bass guitar is right over there. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you can see it. It's Where's right it below Fender? What's that? Is it Fender? No, it's um, it's it's like a super cheap Ernie Ball, um, like a uh, uh, an OLP. It's like the sort of the generic version of Flea's bass. It's uh, uh okay. yeah, an OL OLP. It's like it's basically like the Squire of the Music Man. Uh, yeah. It's that Stingray style, but um, yeah, man, I, I love the Chili Peppers too. They were um always a, a huge influence on me when i was playing coming up so yeah and yeah. that yeah well man johnny I, what i'll do um when i share this um i will uh, i will send it over your way if you want to share it and i will put all your social media in the description and um man hopefully uh you know people people continue to support you and i'll hit yeah, you up man. on some bass lessons on down the road oh uh, man totally appreciate it man thanks a lot yeah. Do you want us to play them? Thank you, dude. Do you want us to play some music? Oh, hey, please. By all means. That'd be great. Got it all set up, mate, if you want that, yeah? Yeah, thank you. All right, mate. Two cents. Sound okay? Sounds good. So this is a new song I've got. It's called uh, called Big Fat D. And it's a, it's another one in Drop D. It's uh, pretty good, I think.
amazing dude holy shit how do you man like i will say like the same thing comes to my head every time i watch you play how does he do it lots of hard work we did an interview about it but man that is it it evokes a certain type of feeling man it really does it's special yeah appreciate it dude like it's uh it's what i love to do you know and i hope that i make a lot of people happy with it 
Hey, man. Well, it's uh, it's brought some joy to my life, Johnny. So uh, awesome. many thanks again for coming on, dude. Awesome. Hey, loving this, Matt. Nice to All meet right. you, too. Man. I'll talk to you soon, man. Thank you. Cheers, pal. See you in a bit, Matt. See ya. Sure.